Welcome to the Modern Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Bree Brown, a business mindset coach, entrepreneur, and a top competitor in a male-dominated industry. I'm a native Texan, the youngest of all brothers, and a lettuce-hating, wine-loving, curses-like-a-sailor recovering perfectionist. I've spent over a decade building my commission-based career, and my life's purpose is helping other women achieve the same multi-six-figure success I achieved before I was 25. I have a passion for helping women with mindset, money, and manifestation skills to help every young woman realize her full potential. If you're looking for vulnerable conversations, professional development, inspiration, or even a kick in the ass to get you motivated, you have come to the right place. Thanks for checking out the Modern Manifestation Podcast. Now let's jump right in to today's topic. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Modern Manifestation Podcast. Today, we are jumping into the second law of the 12 laws of the universe, the law of vibration. And there might be a little bit of overlap between not only this one, but really any of these 12 laws, or as I like to call them, guidelines. So you may notice some similarities between them as we progress, but there will be some new information as well. And obviously, these really just continue to layer upon one another. So I wanted to go ahead and just make that comment in case you're like, oh, several of these have an impact with your intuition. The answer to that is yes, you are right. (laughs) Okay, so let's get into it. The law of vibration states that everything has a vibrational frequency. Every object, thought, emotion, job, house, friend, movie, restaurant, everything has a vibration that it emits and receives. But this this phrase is used a lot, vibrational frequency. What does that actually mean? And you can get really spiritual here and be like, oh, that's a spiritual attraction. It's your spiritual connection. But like I said in the last episode, I'm going to keep these explanations more grounded. And I want to stay away from the spiritual side of it as much as I can. So for the purpose of this episode, vibrational frequency is the rate at which vibrations and oscillations occur within something. And the frequency measured in hertz tells you how fast or slow a pattern of vibration is. So if something vibrates very quickly, then you would say that that has a higher vibration or higher frequency. And if it oscillates more slowly, then we would say that that has a lower vibration or lower frequency. So how does this vibrational frequency, though, interact with the law of vibration, or how does it explain it? When most people talk about another person's vibration, it's usually meant to refer to a person's being like how they're coming across, the feelings you get from them, their spiritual signature maybe. (laughs) And all this is fine. And I've come to believe in a lot of this, but for the purpose of today, the vibrational frequency I'm referring to happens at a cellular level or really like an atomic level. It's contingent upon the oscillations of your atoms or quite literally a person's energy, their protons, electrons, neutrons, all of that. And the fascinating thing is that our bodies are actually made up of 99.9999999, you know, it goes on and on percent, empty space. Majority of our body is empty space. Actually, all of matter is mostly made up of empty space. And the mass that we do have is energy. And if we condensed every person's body so that we didn't have any space between our molecules, 
each of our bodies would, f- would basically be the size of a piece of dust. And if we did this to the entire species, you know, all 7 point, is it 7.6 or 7.8 billion, whatever. <laughs> if we did this to the entire species, we would all fit into the volume of a sugar cube. And I will reference the scientific article to this in the show notes if you want to nerd out on this. We intentionally have all of this space. And this space within our body allows for atoms to oscillate and electrons to pop in and out and waves to function. And this is really where the quantum world takes place, in the space between mass or between our atoms. And the majority of our body is made up of these quantum, the quantum space, the particles that we don't fully understand yet. So that means that up until now, we've really only studied like 1% of our bodies, less than 1% of our bodies, actually, because we've only focused on the physical part, the mass, the part that is. And because we're physical beings, we can conceptually understand things like mass and matter and atoms because these things operate in a way that is similar to how we experience our physical reality. I throw a ball, I more or less know what it's going to do. I pick something up, I more or less know where it's going. (laughs) However, it is really hard for us to understand the empty space that creates the majority of our body because the space isn't tangible. We can't see it, we can't hear it, we can really only feel it intuitively, if you can even claim that. So the average person like you and me have a really hard time conceptualizing quantum physics. And to be honest, the quantum world is really largely unknown not only to us, but to scientists as well. It's still just a very, very new field of study. There's just way too much we don't know about it. And I actually heard a a TED talk recently about a or from a quantum physicist, and he explained it this way. In the quantum world, you could throw a ball at a wall and you expect that it's going to bounce off the ball and return back to you or, you know, ricochet off somewhere over your shoulder or something like that. But in the quantum world, what actually happens is that you throw the ball forward, and then all of a sudden it comes out from behind your shoulder a couple seconds later and maybe hits you in the back of the head. (laughs) He was using this to explain how electrons are actually working in the quantum world. There's no pattern. There's no consistency. Things really seem to happen at random, and there's not really, they don't fully understand why that is. And they've also found that electrons can be everywhere and nowhere all at once, and they only become a 100% probability in space when there is an observer there to observe the electrons. And we still don't know why that's the case either. (laughs) And that's actually a huge part of the wave-particle duality study that was done, and a lot of people have used that study to explain manifestation. But the truth is, We don't actually know. Manifestation experts don't actually know how it works. And scientists don't even know how it works. However, many manifestation gurus believe that the answers to manifestation and to these laws can be found in quantum physics. And my opinion is that manifestation is just this type of science that we haven't really found a formula for. So I tend to agree with the latter group who believes that quantum physics will eventually explain manifestation time will tell. Or, you know, conversely, we may never find the answers. Manifestation may always require at least an ounce of faith for us. Maybe it's supposed to. Maybe there's some sort of infinite source out there that's just waiting to be connected to us through spirit and and they want to co-create with us and we have to take that jump in terms of faith in order to get there. I don't know. I have no idea. I think we're way too early in quantum physics to answer all of this. 
But I do know that I've had my own personal experiences that have validated this and feel true to me. And that's really what I'm bringing to you all here. So the law of vibration operates in the world of space, or more exactly, within the oscillations in this space that we experience at an atomic level. And this is actually called, in the field of science, this is called the study of cell seismology, the vibration of these cells. And because this law operates in space, it is also very closely tied to our intuition. And it's responsible for those gut feelings, things like the prickling sensation you get when you stand next to someone who is just off, or the feeling in your chest when you know something's wrong before it happens, or choosing to take a different route to work because it feels right and then missing a huge crash. Those are all examples of the law of vibration, and it's connecting with you on an atomic level before anyone's words or actions do. So what sends this message before our physical reality does? I think, I don't know, no one knows, but I believe that the answer lies within our space, within our body, in that quantum world. And quantum physicists are currently studying entanglement of atoms, which happens when atoms share information across large distances. And this could explain why you might intuitively know something, before it happens to a loved one, or before a huge disaster. Your atoms could be communicating before your physical reality is. The law of vibration can be perceived or it can even be felt if you've ever walked into a room after a huge argument and you can feel the heaviness or like the sharp quality of the room, but you haven't seen anyone's faces or heard any voices. That is the law of vibration at work. That is the sharpness the vibrations of the of the energy in the room around you. And you can detect these things without any physical cues a lot of times. Or most of us can anyway. We walk into a room, we're like, ooh, something, something happened here. And this understanding is also responsible. The same sort of energetic feeling is also responsible for the people that you're attracted to. So in the same event of that room where you're just like, you want to get out of that room, you're just like, ooh, it does not feel good. Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go find something else to do. I'm going to exit until things kind of clear up here. That same, that is repulsion, but there's also a side that is attracting you to energies that you do like and also to people that you don't like. So if you've ever met someone, you're just like, I don't know why, but I I just, I don't like that person. That could be the law of vibration at play. You just may not have been a match for that person's vibration or their cellular state. On another level, you could find someone that you vibe with really well and you're like, I don't know why, but you and I were totally on the same wavelength here. It's funny, even the words that you use, all of this is about vibration. And if you're ever looking to raise your vibration, a good way to do that is to go outside because nature is extremely vibrationally high. Energetically, it's very strong and positive. So if you ever need a quick boost and you're like, okay, law of vibration, I get it, but how do I get to that state where I'm just feeling a little better? Go outside, go to the beach, go hiking. A lot of times when you do those things, you come back feeling peaceful and loved and calm. And a big part of this is because the vibrations of the atoms in the environment around us significantly impact how we feel. So going outside is a great way to get you to help change your state if that's what you need. So if you have if you take away nothing else from this episode today, it's spend more time outdoors. You will feel better. And since I brought up feeling, let's talk for a minute about emotional vibrations, because I hear people ask this question a lot about emotions and frequencies. And I've done a whole episode on the emotional guidance scale, which is also I'll link in the show notes. 
But I want to be clear that there hasn't been any science that an emotion in and of itself has a vibrational frequency. However, how we experience an emotion physically changes our blood chemistry, temperature, heart rate, blood pressure, and all of these physical symptoms or physical changes can be measured and have an impact on the vibration of our cells, the energy within our atoms. And this causes a change in what we call frequency. So when people talk about emotions and vibrations and frequency and all that, I like to think of it from more of the perspective of, okay, what is this mood or what is this physical emotional state doing on my body? How does that change how I'm reacting right now? Is it getting me into fight or flight? That changes your state. That changes your frequency. So when we talk about using our emotions as a tool to manifest the things we want, we're talking about getting into alignment with the higher frequency of positive emotions or getting your body to emit more energy at an atomic level. In other words, how can we get your body to physically change state to a different emotion? To experience a heart rate change that can be measured, the blood pressure change, your mood. How do you elevate things to get yourself to a better place? This physical change is why manifestation isn't as easy as just thinking of something and getting it. Because you can think all day long, but few people can embody the same physical emotion that they would experience if they actually had their desires before they get them. You have to feel an emotion first and receive second. And that is actually why a lot of people just blow off manifestation because they're like, oh, I wrote it down on a piece of paper and I was like, I'm going to get a million dollars by tomorrow. It's out there in the universe. But they never actually believed it. They never got to a physical state change where they embodied that feeling of excitement of having that thing. And because they never changed their vibration, they were then never a match for that to begin with. So then when it doesn't work, they use it as proof to say, oh, told you so, it didn't work. It's a lot harder than just thinking something. You have to become the person that has that. And it's a challenge. It takes us out of our comfort level more often than not. You will manifest what you're a vibrational match for. And if you're operating on a lower frequency, you will continue to bring that into your life unless you change your emotional and physical state. And because this law indicates that we attract people and things that have similar vibrations to us, this law has also inspired many well-known phrases like misery loves company and cut from the same cloth and two peas in a pod. So be careful with who and what you spend majority of your time with. This law is the reason why you become the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I would also add to that what you mostly do with your free time. Are you binging a show that brings you down? Are you eating foods that bring you down? What are you doing on an average day? And what kind of vibration is that bringing into your life? Because that's what you're attracting. The law of vibration teaches us that we all have a vibrational frequency at an atomic level. And we can change our vibration to match the more positive frequencies of things and people around us. And when we learn to do this, we're better able to regulate our emotions, to exit fight or flight mode, and to relinquish things like perfectionism. We can embody the vibrational frequencies of the things that we want to attract more of. And that is the second law of the 12 laws 
of the universe. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with me today. Have a fantastic rest of your day, and I will catch y'all next Monday. Until then, go out there and manifest some miracles. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, hit subscribe so you can stay up to date with new episodes. As always, we would love it if you would share this episode with friends and family who could use the inspiration. As a new podcast show, we would really appreciate your honest feedback so I know what you like and what you could use more of. As a thank you for leaving us a rating, we will send you our seven weekly tips to create space for abundance. Make sure you screenshot your review and email it to us at hello at the T-H-E modernmanifestation.com so we can send them straight to your inbox. If you'd like to stay connected, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Modern Manifestation, or you can head to our website at themodernmanifestation.com. Thanks again for joining me, and I will catch y'all in the next episode.